Have you ever, um, have you ever just like randomly had your car fail on you? Several times, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, do you want me to give my story and then you can give your story? Yeah. Okay, all right, so I'm, you know, this, this was, uh, coming back from winter vacation in between semesters last year with the old good classic trusty PT cruiser and we're getting on the, getting on the road and it's, you know, it's kind of chugging a little bit. I'm like, this isn't good, but you know what? It's done this before. We'll just ride it out. We'll see what happens. Slow down to the stoplight. Get back going on the two-way, two-lane highway. And, uh, do the little Michigan left U-turn at UE thing. And, uh, we're chugging. Chug, 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 chug. It took me 20 minutes to drive two minutes Jesus. to get back home. Um, it was terrifying. Thankfully enough, it was, I believe, I think it was the second, like, I think it was the second last year, so it was a Sunday, I believe. Maybe a Saturday. Not sure. Um, maybe it was a Monday. I don't know. It was the day of the week, and it was not busy on the roads. So thankfully enough for that. Might have actually been New Year's Day, come to think of it. Anyways, hmm. not fun. Not a great story, I know, but... So I've had coolant issues with all three of my cars that I've owned, and it sucks. And well, that sounds like a you problem. This most recent one I caught uh, before his problem. So my Bronco, it rusted out a freeze plug and dumped all the coolant out of it on the freeway, which was not good. And that later, uh, that bit of overheating uh, later led on to the head gasket issues that I've had with it. And it got picked up finally this week to go get the motor swapped on it. Cause I've had a second motor for it for like a year and a half. Uh, and then my Subaru, um, I was getting off the freeway, turning left to basically get home and my radiator failed and, and basically sprung a leak and sprayed all of the coolant straight onto the headers of the engine. So steam just started pouring out of all of the, the vents in my hood. Um, and then that also eventually led to another engine failure. Because, again, overheating for like five seconds just grenaded that motor. Um, and then with my focus, luckily, my car detected it before anything went wrong. But my water pump <laughs> died on it. And you got to sense that out. I just realized this war. Uh, but my water pump failed like a year and a half after I bought it. And I was like, OK, cool. I'm going straight to the mechanic after work. Fix it now, please. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh. For anyone who's not watching and listening, Davey can't speak, so he's just here for yeah. moral support, mainly because I'm lazy and I don't want to change my stuff, so there's his little picture. He <laughs> can't speak. But uh, this is Fake Racers Podcast, folks. Cannot thank you enough for watching listening. Uh, we're going to talk about some car part failures here in this episode, because boy, howdy, there are a lot of them. Yeah. Um, Gonna talk about the schedules. Gonna talk about uh, Bristol, and then look ahead to Texas this weekend. It's honestly not too, uh, too not too abstract of an episode as last week was. So hopefully you're gonna sit tight, relax, buckle in, maybe uh, pull up a chair, listen to Matt and I talk about stuff that probably won't matter at the end of the day. But as always, <laughs> I'm Joe. Davy is in spirit to the left, but also he is there. <laughs> hey guys, it speaks. Um, um, don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> and down below, of course, is, yes, is Mr. Matthew Steelman. That's me. 
and we are so happy you're joining us this week. So I'm producing today, so this episode is going to be the best run one so far. And now I have to stop talking before Joe yells at me and I cough into the microphone again. Thank you. <laughs> so Bristol was obviously a fun time um, Saturday night underneath the lights for the Cup Series. Because boy howdy, <laughs> the playoff drivers, they were uh, struggling. Dude, every year there's one race where like 90% of the playoff field has issues. And I love it every single time it happens. A lot of times so it just good. doesn't make any sense. Why? Yeah. You know, like. I uh, I did not foresee this many, this many issues, you know. Yeah. Like, it was um. I mean, let's talk about it. Start off, the Penske cars decide to just have flat tires. Yeah. Um, which right front flats ends up being a pretty trendy thing, uh, throughout the night. Penske cars were, um, they they were trying to say it was the Fords. It was the Fords. I didn't see it as much of a problem with the Fords as it was. I figured Penske was going to push it a little bit more yeah. than maybe some other teams were willing to because that's kind of been their MO this year. Um, but Cindric obviously gets a flat early. Harrison Burton had a couple flats, and that's a Penske, you know, that's a Penske car. And uh, Ryan Blaney absolutely destroyed the wall. They had an absolute nightmare of a night. Um Oh my god. A lot of it's it, it, self-inflicted if we're being honest. Yeah. Like staying out there on track with the freaking diffuser dragging on the racetrack was not uh not the best of plans. Yeah. And then uh obviously you have the flat tire and then you have the loose wheel on one of the pit stops and then I think there was another flat tire after that, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um just like it's just peak 12 team. So I don't know what it is, but like when it comes down to it, they always find ways to screw they buckle. up like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a weird call. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, that's one where it's like, and it wasn't a loose wheel. He he lost, lost the wheel. Yeah. On pit road, and Jonathan Hansler will most likely be missing for the next four races. Um. Of which, you know, the next three, I, I would consider at least two of them. Uh, Blaney's very strong racetracks. Obviously, he won the All-Star Race at Texas, where we're going this weekend. Um, Talladega's the week after, and we all know how good of a super speedway racer Ryan Blaney is. And the Charlotte Roval, he's won there. I don't know if that really means he's all that great there. But Las Vegas is also the week after, and we know he's pretty good on the intermediate. So, good yeah. tracks coming up for Ryan Blaney is the point there. Um... So Penske gets it wrong. Logano ended up getting a flat later on in the night. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Um, <laughs> we, we, we next head to Rich Tiller's Racing, who, of course, had the biggest announcement of the season last week. I think that's yeah. fair to say. We are speeding through this tonight. Um, Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon both get caught up in the same incident. Yeah. Uh, just... Did we ever? Was there like a mechanical issue with Suarez, or did he just lose it? Did we? He ever just lost out? it. His he was yeah. so loose. I don't know why. Yeah, they. I guess they just missed the setup or something. But yeah, Cindric or not Cindric, Suarez loses it, collects Stenhouse, and then like eight guys pile drive in there, including both RCR cars, and that was it for both of their seasons. Unfortunately, which like Reddick still came super close to making it in, but 
you know, it just came down to the way the points that her points worked out that he ended up, I think it was two out below the cut line, something like that. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty agonizing way to end their seasons. So we got some Davy notes too. I saw them pop up. I don't, Oh yeah, he said Suarez said he was bouncing all night. So I must have just missed the setup and or had something broken or whatever. But, Very disappointing, right? I mean Yeah. Um especially for Tyler Reddick who won two races this year. Although it feels like ever since since July, this last month, they've kind of been slipping. Yeah, um, I wonder why. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, um, but I, it really goes back to last week at Kansas, right? You use up your mulligan. Yep. Um, they had a good run at Darlington, used up their mulligan at Kansas. That bubble was close this round. Like it, it wasn't like two or three guys were way out, like we've seen in the past. It was there. Only one driver came into this race in a must-win scenario. Yeah. Which is saying something for this year's playoffs, but, um. Definitely disappointing for Reddick, RCR as a whole. But what are you going to do? You got Kyle freaking Bush coming into that eight car next year. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kyle Bush, and it, um, his his motor for the second straight week goes kablooey. Um, not, to, not to go all conspiracy theory, but it's just weird. You know, it's just convenient. It's like the same thing of when there was the whole Ganassi Pillow beef, and then in practice, Pillow blows up for the first time all year and it's like mm, all right <laughs> i don't know if it's as much of like actually something or just quinky dink yeah uh, but two weeks in a row is weird yeah and he's the only car that's had that issue and there was a stat too that it was the first time kyle's had two engine failures in a season since 2013 and they happened in back-to-back weeks it's like yikes weird what's our motto here on the fake racers podcast don't be weird yeah Toyota. Thank you, Joe Gibbs. Toyota, yeah. It's free. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Um, um, yeah, and then he, so wait, he blew up first round in the spun at Kansas, wasn't that what it was, or something like that? Yeah, he blew up at Darlington. Yeah, spun at Kansas. I don't know why I said two races in a row. That was wrong. Two of the last three, close enough. Yeah. Um, I forgot yeah, Kansas I, existed, honestly, and I, I fly over state. But I, I think his finishes were like 34th, 36th, and 26th in, in the first round of playoffs. Like, that is just absurd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, and he still only missed it by two points. Yeah. That's the so, crazy thing. Um, so, obviously, Austin Cindric's the last one to advance. He looked before the race. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked like someone shot his dog <laughs> in front of him. Like, honestly, like the, the you know, turnabout phrase, but. He he was looking stressed out, and after the race, he did not look much better. So yeah, um, I loved uh, not not to spoil it, but mid interview when he just paused to let the winner just do the burnout by him, like mid sentence. Yeah, it was pretty good. I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah. and then obviously Toyota as a whole has a lot of had a power steering issues. There are a lot of power steering issues. Um, yeah. Um, because Bell had power steering issues, didn't he, or was it somebody else? Bowman had him. Yeah, I know Bowman did. Uh, Briscoe lost it on like lap four. Yep. Which is why he faded super hard at the end of the race. Um, and I think somebody else did too. Truex, Bubba oh, lost it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ty Gibbs lost it and then lost something else. 
Um, I did a little air quotes. I, I still think Toyota had a hand in being like, yeah, don't go out there and pass Kyle, Ty. Don't do it. Oh, no. Um, which we can get into that, but I don't know if it's really necessary because uh, 2311 has to run independent of Joe Gibbs Racing for a reason. Yeah. Um, and it's because their owner drives for Joe Gibbs Racing, so to insinuate that they would do something uh, for... Especially... Especially yeah. when Bubba came back out on track to start running laps, and it was like, he's going to pass Kyle at this and rate, did. which almost seemed... Yeah, which was counterintuitive. I mean, he ended up only um, taking a point away, and it didn't end up meaning anything, so... Yeah. Um, I think... I'm pretty sure NASCAR announced that they, like, investigated both cars when they came off track, and they were like, all right, yeah, you yeah, have a legit reason. Yeah, their tech parking, inspector so. said, yeah, the, yeah. Um... And to be fair, the 45 at least, they they can still finish as high as... Well, they can still win, finish as high as first in the owner's points, and that's what pays you yeah. all the money. So um, accumulating those points is what's really important right now for that team. So it's kind of what they're working with, because you get, you get reset back to your 2000. Or, I, I forget how it works, but you get reset yeah. back to where 16th is the lowest. and Numbers, basically. Numbers. Oh, Numbers and I believe that that forty five charter. I think that's the old Starcom charter. So that I thing. So. I mean, getting it a good good finish is gonna help them keep it. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I believe that's the old Starcom cha charter. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I was I looking. Dewey, this, I was Dewey. looking this up the other day. Dewey Shram, fan of the show, uh, made a chart that like keeps track of all the charters. So yeah. maybe I'll ask him afterwards. Yeah, because Colleague got there too from Spire, and um, Trackhouse just bought Ganassi's. Yeah, yeah, and GMS anyway. got both theirs from Petty. Yeah. So yeah, fun things there. Um, some other great notes: Is RFK decent? They had a really uh, good night. Chris Buescher's pretty good, I would say. Yeah. He's outrun Brad all the year, pretty much. I mean, Brad's talked yeah. pretty glowingly about him. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome I, I to just, see. I'd also like to point out that when we did our end of the season tier rankings, uh, Joe got mad at me for saying that Buescher deserved to be higher. Did I? So, yeah. <laughs> last year's? Yeah, at the end of last year. Yeah, but this is a new year, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Blank slate. Blank slate. Yeah. Busher's had a lot of really good runs this year. Um, Sonoma and Richmond were both near misses that they could have won. And then, you know, if you if you get enough shots, you're eventually going to get one. So. Been a long time waiting for those guys. That was cool to see. And Brad, Brad could have won the Daytona uh, 500 if. He didn't yeah. make half the field angry at him. So, yeah, I was going to say Brad was in a really good position to win, too. And then they had a, he, he hammered the wall and had a right front go down afterwards. No, the right front went down and he hammered the wall. Oh, let's, was it? let's oh, OK, let's be so I thought it was the other way around. No. Okay. So I, th I think what they ended up doing is they pushed those air pressures again and let, we can talk about it. Um, Being aggressive, trying to win at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they had a lot of speed out of nowhere. And, um, you know, Blaney was really quick early and obviously at the tire failure. Uh, so the idea is you can push that, you can push it, you can push it, you can push it. But when you push it like that, you're going to put a lot of wear on the tire early on in the run. And as the pressures build, that's going to just, it's going to cause it to 
fail. Tire to fail. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people saying that the you, you know I, I look at tire failures. Tire failures. Obviously, I think things changed after Brickyard 2008. I always put that as like the genesis for hey, let's blame any tire failure on Goodyear. Um. When the tires barely wore out, and teams were able to you know make them work, tells me that the teams that lost tires it was their own dang fault. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was. It, I guess it comes to or it comes down to like, is there a trend to it? Because if it's a lot of if it's specifically cars from one team or whatever that are, you know, sharing setup notes, it's probably not a tire thing. Like it was all of Penske and the RFK cars. It seemed like we're mostly having tires. So issues. it was yeah. it was the Penske cars, the six, the 15, oddly enough. Um, and then the 11 and the 20 both had them go down too. Yeah. So there's all correlation there. And so it's more than likely notice how skipped all of the Chevy teams because they all share setup notes more than likely. So probably a lot of guys bouncing camber and pressure settings off each other. And yeah, I would uh, just it's not always Goodyear's fault. Goodyear yeah. is at fault for some things. Make a tire not to mention out, but you know. Yeah, not to mention this is the first time we've run paved Bristol with this wheel and tire combo. So, um, just bound, bound, like we've been saying all year, bound to be some teething issues. So, yeah, I um, we've been losing power steering all year. Yeah, that's that's a little concerning. That's frustrating, and um, old Larry McReynolds put it really well. I was listening today. But uh, talking about there's a lot of smart people that can get this fixed. Maybe asking some of them and help to help you fix it might be a better solution than telling your single source supplier to fix it. Because what what um, incentive does that supplier really have to fix the issue? You've built yeah, a market where they have to teams can only buy from them. I'm sure they're paying NASCAR X amount of dollars. Yes, but, and I mean, not to go conspiracy, but it's like, oh, man, another power steering pump failed. Looks like you got to buy another one from us. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, but yeah, it's like you're saying, they, you know, there's no competition to make the product better. And so, like, you know, they're they're probably not working in the R&D department as hard as, as they could if, if we had some outside sources so and and that's also i think why you see more issues and davy brought it up in our little little spreadsheet thank you davy um bristol's a very high stress racetrack you, you have a lot of load unload load unload and very quickly so that's putting oh, a yeah. lot of wear and tear on these parts more so than you'd have at a lot of other tracks and that's probably why you see it saw more failures but um you have to be careful and I think this was the point being made today that I was talking about. You have to be careful about how much you, you really blame on the racetrack and the, the event. <laughs> and in turn, how much you blame on the, uh, how much you blame on the, on the other stuff. Right. Um, David, power... did you have something you wanted to say? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it's all very that interesting. That said, uh, I very, I know 
it's obviously in the team's best interests and it's obviously going to get better with time. But God, do I love races with tons of attrition in it? Like not necessarily tons of crashes, but I love like, oh, man, is this car like you don't know how hard you can push your car because you might break something. It just makes things interesting. That's the frustrating part, though, too, right? Because the yeah. teams have no input on these parts and how they're made. Yeah. So on like, I don't want every race to be a ridiculous attrition race, but like it's fun every once in a while. So it felt like a real old school Bristol race, which was fun. Artificially. Um, (laughs) One last thing. NASCAR inconsistent on the calling the cautions. Brad Kozlowski blows a tire, hits the wall. Hey, no caution. Christopher Bell is the leader, blows a tire, hits the wall. Caution right away. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. I guess because Christopher Bell, Bell ends up was, finishing sixth. So <laughs> yeah, I guess because Bell was up in the middle of the track, still in the corners. But it's like it's not like Brad immediately got off the track. No, it's I, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, as the cars are screaming past him. <laughs> yeah, and it happened to Blaney too, didn't it? Where he was limping around with like one tire off the ground because there's these cars are so rigid. Or there was Cindric and Reddick driving around, and I think Reddick ended up getting parked for not meeting minimum speed. So yeah, come on, NASCAR, be consistent. That's all we ask. Yeah, it's okay if you're not. Not gonna, you know, put you on the stake for it, but. If it, yeah, if it's something that's like race to race, it was like, oh, OK, but it was like literally like 20 laps apart, like Brad and Bell's tire issues. So, huh? well, so. huh? you know, <laughs> sure. What just Audio listeners, what just happened? <laughs> but uh, I'm unmuting to ask what just happened. I'm on the show and I'm Chris confused. Busher <laughs> won what that race. What the hell race. was that? Tosher Busher with the dub. Chris Busher won that race. Um, yeah. Again, big big props to RFK, and uh, big props to Scott Graves for making a the call that nobody else was brave enough to make. Yeah. Um, next gen still sucks on short tracks because that Bristol race only saw like two or three uh, green flag passes for the lead. So. Yeah, we'll get there. Rip the diffuser off. Get rid of it. All right. Uh, yeah. Noah Gregson pukes again because he won. Dude, what is with that? I don't understand. His suit. Is this a is this a bit? I don't think so. He says he's gonna go talk to a doctor. He better because for real. Like what the hell? It 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 like genuinely concerns me. It was like, dude, he puked again. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> His <laughs> like, suit was puking. covered when he got out of the what? car. I'm so confused. Like I don't understand that at all. I feel bad dude. for the interior guy. Like holy. Yeah. But uh, Noah Gregson won again. Um, he caused an incident too, bumping uh, Ty Gibbs up into Sheldon Creed. Um, Dude, sh- that is Sheldon Creed's season in a nutshell. This okay. is like the f- fourth time in the last month and a half he's been like battling for the win. It's not his season jumped. in a nutshell. It's his last month in a nutshell. Let's oh, let's not act like they were world beaters. No, but I'm just saying they've had a ton of like good runs where they just get wrecked at the end of it. I'm thinking of Portland came to mind. Uh, New Hampshire, they were running well and they got wrecked. Like it, it like obviously they've had a lot of races where they didn't have speed, but then it's like every time they show up with speed, dumb stuff like this happens. Yeah, you can't it's so uh, frustrating. you can't not show up for the first four and a half months of the season and then expect to make the playoffs. You know, I'll tell that to J- Jeremy Clements. Hey, oh. <laughs> I I said expect. Uh, true. 
Sheldon Creek could have won that I'm race. Trying to think of uh, he didn't. Eric Almarola last year. Yeah, yeah. He he literally showed up for one week, didn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could say the same thing about um, Austin Dillon this year. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, somebody did it this year, and I'm drawing a blank on who it was. But yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, that was frustrating, especially. But yeah. Landon um, Castle gets eliminated. We talked about it last week. Not cracking under pressure. Don't think Landon cracked under pressure. Just uh, mechanical issues. Yeah. Boof. Well, I think he got run into, and then he ran someone over, and that's what caused the mechanical issues. But yeah. Um, I I don't remember honestly, but um, that sums up his season in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ryan C gets the last playoff spot over Landon Castle. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. We got a playoff with Ryan Sieg and Jeremy Clements, and one of the colleague cars is not in it. That's yeah, crazy, crazy. I don't know what has been up with the, the and one of the RCR cars, cars isn't in it either. Yeah. Hmm. You're the underdog. So. Um. Real quick, while we're on Xfinity, shout out to the people who are like, oh yeah, these this conversation about having the Xfinity cars, the Cup car next year is really interesting. I, what kind, Where are people seeing this? Have you? Uh, well, I know because Junior was tweeting about like because Denny Hamlin tweeted something like, "We need next gen 2.0," and then Junior just responded with a picture of the Xfinity cars, and it's like, yeah, we had this conversation before next gen, but it's like we've sunk NASCAR sunk so much money into next gen, they're not they're not going to do that. Doesn't make sense. So, spit facts, Joe. I can see you. I can see you just wanting to say something here. The next gen car is so freaking frustrating, man, because <laughs> it puts on such good racing. But holy crap, I don't like thinking that my driver's gonna get a concussion anytime I see him wreck. Yeah, because the car is stiff as a board. Um, Ty Majeski on Thursday night got his first. NASCAR National Series win. Hey. Um, big congrats to Ty. He's moving on to the championship four in the Truck Series um, in November. Uh, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so why is the truck playoff so spread out? Oh, my God. Trucks, uh, trucks will race next in two weeks at Talladega, and then three weeks later at Homestead, and then two weeks after that, their championship race in Phoenix. So absurd. So... Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, good for Ty. He's been pretty good this year. Um, every time I see Ty Majeski, I'm always like surprised that's what he looks like. Because like in my head, I picture somebody looking like William Byron, and then I see like a short dude with a beard, and I'm like, whoa. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, like you're saying, I don't really have much to say about the truck race. So, other than uh, somebody who's been very high in points is now in trouble. So, who would that be? So yeah. Who who would that be? Who's oh, in trouble? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I mean, Nemechek, obviously. Rhodes. Ekis. You know, those guys have all been like top five in points all season, so. Joe, what in the what hell are you with, doing? What happens with Nemechek? <laughs> I'm so confused. There, There's rumblings that Nemechek's going to get the, 20, the 45 car next year, and that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I like Obviously, it's contingent on Kurt Busch retiring, but which I know. maybe I don't know. 
you know? Yeah. Toyota screwed. Oh my god. <laughs> Toyota decided to pop a couple caps in their own foot and then yeah. kind of like look at Kyle Busch disapprovingly. It's great. Like you were saying, it's the meme of like sticking the, the stick in the front spokes of a bike wheel while you're riding it and you're like, oh, why would Richard Childress do this? Yeah. So. Just like how uh, Richard Childress earlier not resigning right. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Why would Tyler Reddick do this to us? Oh my god. Um... What a crazy! And that was the truck series race. Yeah, the truck so. series race. KBM still the biggest story somehow. Yeah. Especially because Parker Klingerman, baby. <laughs> Parker Klingerman, I think finished third. Congrats to seventy-five team. Um, congrats to Parker for having a Chevy bow tie on his suit while he was driving a Toyota. That was pretty funny. Wonder where they bought that Toyota body from. Wonder what team yeah. they could have got that inventory from. Um. Parker Klingerman full time at KBM next year? Question mark. Don't get Davy too excited. Tried that. Oh, that's right. They did try that. I that forgot was, about that. That year. was Xfinity, or Nationwide at the time, not yeah. trucks. Yeah, Parker couldn't win in a car that Kyle couldn't even win in, so obviously yeah. he wasn't good enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, Penske after never giving him an Xfinity ride. Man, I don't think this guy's very good. No. Okay. Let's let's. No, Brad fired him because he's a piece of <laughs> Censor that, Joe. <laughs> Davey just opens up his bike just to get bleeped. That sums up oh, this show, God. man. Yeah. Um, hey, so I, I at least I fulfilled the, the need that it's like somebody's got to swear in the first five minutes of this episode. Um, also, I'm checking Parker Kligerman started... Four Xfinity races for Penske. Yep. Or his finishes. Ninth, one pole eighth, twelfth, and seventh. Yeah, wasn't the pole? Was the pole Daytona? No, it was Milwaukee or something. Gateway, something, something like that. Uh, he ran Bristol, Iowa, Dover, and, and Chicago. Oh, and then I don't know which one it was. Then I know uh, he qualified somebody's car at Gateway. He uh, ran at Daytona in 2010. Yeah. That, uh, that okay. Oh, actually, that yeah. So that would be technically five because he was driving. It was um. Oh my god, what's Brad's brother's name? They threw a twenty-six on the discount tire car because they were yeah. like, "Oh crap, we have an extra one of these." And Brad didn't wreck his. Let's throw P it out there. P yeah, P thirteen. So, haha, that was literally fun. his worst finish in an Xfinity car. I got so excited in that during that race. Yeah. Um, no, Par Parker's thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a fact of his talent. I think it was more indicative of. Here comes Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but... Fortunate for Parker. I guess not for Ryan Blaney, but... Yeah. Really anyone involved except Parker. Somebody give him a full-time ride already. But he won that Talladega truck race that year, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then he won again. And again. And he's got three. You know, not uh, a lot of guys can say they have three truck series wins. Joey Logano can't. Brian Scott can't. Jimmy yeah. Johnson can't. Ouch. <laughs> Jeff Gordon can't say that. Dale Jr. Uh uh. Brad Keselowski can't either. He only has one. Yep. Bristol yeah. 2017. Numbers. I don't know. It was during the day, and I know I missed it because I was at school. Anyways, um, speaking of schedules, 2023's cup schedule was released literally after we like uploaded the episode. 
the episode that we specifically put back a day so we wouldn't miss the Kyle Bush news and then we'd still miss news. Um nothing we didn't already know with the Cup Series schedule. One off weekend continues to be the worst call. Yeah, that's whack. Um playoffs are remaining unchanged. Uh, Chase Elliott brought up the fact that he wants less racing. Again, hey, the man just wants to watch football, okay? Um <laughs> I I've done my little Chase Elliott rant before, right? Have I done that on here? I'm going to do it again. Uh, I don't care. Maybe. Um, I don't remember. Back when Chase Elliott joined the Cup Series, he complained about there being too much practice in the Cup Series, and they, they were at the track for way too long, and then lo and behold, a couple years later, hey, we're going to practice less. And then the pandemic comes along, and now we're only practicing for 20 minutes. Weird. Yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't really know what else to add to that other than uh, stop complaining and do your job. Does Chase Elliott not <laughs> like driving race cars? <laughs> they pay you to drive... You get paid very well to drive race cars. You should probably drive your race car, Chase. Chase thought it was just an IndyCar driver at heart. <laughs> yeah, but the IndyCar drivers test more than the NASCAR guys yeah. do, so let's... But they don't race... Oh, that's good. Ooh. But it's I such a funny contrast. A corner. It's such a funny contrast, though, because Larson and Bowman are constantly like, who has a dirt car I can drive? And then Chase Elliott's like, do I really have to run every single cup race? Yeah. Oh man, I got a boo boo <laughs> on my elbow. I can't run the next yeah. five races. Oh my god! Yeah, I the one off weekend though is such a dumb decision. I don't understand that at all. It's like be prepared to not see your family for almost the entire year. Yeah, so. all in the interest of finishing the season earlier. Um, yeah. how's that working out for you, NASCAR? Um. Anyways, yes, yes, Chase Elliott got what he wanted. Yep, I think this. I think his comments were in spite of, yeah, the one off week now. So that's that's weird, weird. Um, Xfinity. <coughs> oh, Davy. Sorry, my mic. My microphone literally fell down when I did that. Um... I'm so sorry. I'm just ready to talk at all times. It just I, I can put it up and it mutes and it comes down and I cough. I didn't mean to. Hey, listen. You've said some absolute nonsense that's worse than that cough, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway, next finish schedule. Oh my god, move the hell on. Go. <laughs> so Go. Talk. Speak. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Xfinity. They add Dead some... air. <laughs> Looking at Joe, your I'm begging you, picture. please. Um... <laughs> Sonoma gets added to the Xfinity Series schedule. The Chicago Street Course gets added. Road America stays. Eight total road courses. Yes, no, maybe so. Uh, no, it's, that's my answer. But yeah, too much. Gotta get AJ more wins somehow. Um, Eight is too many out of thirty-three. Because <laughs> now, so what's? I gotta do the math. Hang on. Um, it's too many. So. With that, Talladega loses a race. I believe that's probably the one that's going to the Chicago Street Course. Literally Tex a quarter of the schedule is road courses. Yeah, Texas also loses a race to Sonoma. So uh, Maybe a reason for me to go to Sonoma this year. Yeah, you get Xfinity and Cup now instead of Xfinity yeah. and or Cup and Trucks. Yeah, or before then, uh, Cup and Canon West. Mm-hmm. So... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if it's not 115 degrees, I'm down. <laughs> um, yeah, the unfortunate part, though, about the Chicago street course is because Xfinity's running, they're canceling the IMSA race. 
which is I lame. don't think they ever really planned on having the IMSA race. Yeah, but still, now it's officially done. Like, there's no chance of it. Did you really want to see an IMSA race on that circuit, though? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> we haven't even seen the circuit in real life. How are we judging it? Just, it's iRacing. It's two blo <laughs> It's like two boxes. It's just two boxes. That's that's the track. Indy's just one box, and you think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. <laughs> Sometimes less is more. Damn it. That might be the funniest thing you've ever said in the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that's sad or a good thing. Yeah. Um, I'm choosing to take it as a compliment. I will not elaborate on it. So. Truck series, schedule changes. Lordy, Lordy, hallelujah. Um, I have. Milwaukee. I have back. been wanting NASCAR back at Milwaukee for like a decade. Oh, my God. It's finally back. Milwaukee's back. North Wilkesboro All-Star Weekend race. Awesome. It's going to be a lot of racing at North Wilkesboro, it sounds like, that week. So uh, be prepared awesome. to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars to go. Unfortunately, the truck series are probably going to make it a joke, but it's North Wilkesboro, so it's cool. Somebody better talk to them youngins. Um, yeah. Knoxville. It's taken off the truck series schedule. It's now only one dirt race at Bristol. I have very mixed feelings about it because uh, I feel like the race this year was a lot better, but Fox just refused to show it to us. Um, but, you know, the first time they went there was an absolute disaster. They <laughs> only ended up going there twice, right? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Which is a bummer because Knoxville is a huge venue. Like, that's a... It, you know, one of the biggest dirt tracks in in the country. So, so they they went last year for the first time, and this year was yep. the second time. That sucks for that Spire Entertainment Group. Oh man. Um, Sonoma yep. also gets the kibosh uh, in in favor of that North Wilkesboro date. So, um, and then the Ooh. Knoxville date is the one going to Milwaukee. It, it would appear. So I think we're all uh all probably okay with that. I would think yeah. I'm okay with it. I would have liked to seen another Knoxville race that actually, you know, we actually got to was saw covered. or see. Yeah, was covered. You know, it wasn't like watching a race through a keyhole, but you know, we can do. Yeah, that was that was the middle of summer when everyone was just mad at Fox because NBC just picked up their coverage though. So let's. Uh... Yeah, but the coverage was actually a. It wasn't great. I'm not <laughs> arguing that it was. I'm just saying you. Your memory of it probably is worse than what it actually was, which is saying a lot because it was pretty bad. But I don't know. The truck series coverage has been pretty awful this year. Listen, Michael Waltrip's doing the best he can, man. If they sent him to the track, he'd probably do a lot better. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're cruising <laughs> this week. <laughs> we're cruising. Um, yeah. anything else happened this last week that we care to talk about before we get into Texas? Um, I think we can officially count Scott Dixon out. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Any word from Husky Chocolate? No. Uh, oh, actually, let me check again. They didn't. I Last time I checked, they hadn't emailed me. Maybe it's in the spam folder. Um, this is the riveting content that our no. viewers crave. <laughs> Nothing from Husky Chocolate. 
so hard times. All right, anyway. NASCAR heads to Texas, and then we will get a year-long break from Texas. <sighs> Give me a year to get ready for this again. Take oh your medicine, God. folks, because you're you're not going to have it for a while. Xfinity playoff opener. Um, Davey, go ahead and put your picks in the chat. We'll read them off. But uh, who do we have? Also, put your. Uh, we're going to talk about eliminations from Cup playoffs, but. Who do you have as your winner this week? Uh, screw it. Give me Josh Berry. Because there's two obvious ones, but I I don't like either driver, so I'm not picking What, John Hunter Nemechek and Ty Gibbs? Oh, I forgot about him. Okay, well, actually, there's three then. I'm taking J J John Hunter because he needs to win really bad. Yeah. One year last year, so. Yep. Yep, yep. Davey, who, who you got? <laughs> what are we picking for? Xfinity. Oh, no, Gregson. All right. Cup Series round of 12. A lot of drivers talking about this is the most important race because uh, guess what? This one's a regular track. Believe it or not. Um, first off, start off. Who are your four eliminated? Uh, let me look at the playoff grid again. Um, I think this I'm one's honestly pretty easy. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go with Cindric Suarez. Um, I can see something dumb happening to Byron and Briscoe. I'm going to say Briscoe probably. Yeah. So I, it would be easy to put Bowman in it, but Bowman turned it up in the first round and was, you know, went from below the cut line to start to locked in basically after one stage. So. Uh, Davey's gonna go Briscoe, Cindric, Byron, Bowman. Eliminated. I'm gonna go Briscoe, Cindric, Blaney. And to go against everything I said earlier. And, drumroll please. Suarez. Yeah, I thought about putting Blaney out, but I was like, I don't want to beat up too much on him. It's been it's been a rough few weeks for Blaney fans. So might get a little rougher. Yeah. Do it while you can. <laughs> oh gosh. Um Davey is picking Daniel Suarez to win this weekend. I'm gonna go Ooh. to the other track house car. I'm gonna take Ross Chastain because he was really quick in the all star race. It feels um, like Trackhouse has like cooled off like massively. Yeah, a little bit. They they were not very good at Bristol either. Um, I'm gonna go stupid because we've had non playoff drivers winning. So, uh, hmm, Brad Keselowski's gonna win. I'd be very happy. It would be a very good four weeks for old Joe. Oh yeah, pretty good four weeks. Um, Detroit Lions won a football game, so you know we had that. Yeah. Michigan still. Rocking and rolling. Fun times for Joe. Fun times for Joe. Yeah. It's crazy. The sports pick up and good things happen, and then all of a sudden my life starts falling apart. I love it. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, it's been terrible for me as a football fan in two weeks, so. <laughs> Bad times. Your team's one and one. Yeah, but 
Well, this isn't a football podcast. We'll save this for Oof Sides. <laughs> Check out Oof Sides, speaking of, yeah. here on JTN2 and also on your favorite podcast platforms. We're also uploading um, little snippets of the Fake Racers podcast when I get the chance to do them over on the main JTN page. So go check those out. Um, Killed it with a thumbnail this last week. Drop some likes on there. It's fun. Uh, again, we kind of cl- we clipped out the big Kyle Bush discussion because we had a very good discussion last week about it. Thought it was worth clip worthy. We haven't clipped something since Daytona, believe it or not. The Daytona 500, that is. Oh my gosh, it really has been that long. Yes, so uh, go check that out. We'd appreciate it if you head on over to normal JTN. Uh, we're live tonight when this is coming out with the Maverick Cup Series. Again, tonight being Tuesday, September 20th from the Bristol Motor Speedway. So tune in for what should be a very fun show. Um, cannot thank you guys all for watching. You can follow Matthew M. Steelman 51 on Twitter. Um, and remember, oof sides every week here on JTN2. Davey's links are all down below. He can't talk. He appreciates you watching, as do we. Bristol, our producer, thanks to him. I do. It's not like Davey was going to read it out anyway, let's be honest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Bristol, our producer, is sitting back here. He's telling me to wrap it up, folks. Cannot thank you enough, as always, for listening, watching, doing what you do. Remember, like, comment, subscribe, review, do all those things. We appreciate it so, so much. We'll see you guys next time right here on the Fake Racers Podcast. <laughs>